Attention Emergency Medical Minute listeners, we are proud to announce that we have an email list. Members of the email list will receive exclusive bonus content, weekly quizzes, and early invitations to our events. Sign up for the email list on our website at emergencymedicalminute.com. Thanks, and keep listening. All right, seems like we're recording. So we often see patients that come in um, saying they have UTI symptoms. Uh, Women with UTI symptoms, uh, they call their doc, and their doc called them a prescription. And um, I know I tend to kind of roll my eyes and think about, uh, kind of scoff at that practice. I think the classical traditionalist in you kind of scoffs at that practice, but turns out it actually may not be a bad idea. Um, you know, when we diagnose UTI, um, we try to use a constellation of looking at the urinalysis, the microscopic evaluation, and the culture, ultimately, for determining whether there's UTI. There's limitations, really, to all of those tests, uh, but we tend to think the culture is the gold standard. Uh, To tell you the truth, the culture is pretty arbitrary as well, and that may not be true. Um, So there's a recent uh, Journal of Clinical Microbiology uh, study that I think sheds to light on some of the limitations of cultures. So what they did is they took 220 women with symptomatic UTI, simple UTI symptoms, so dysuria, um, some suprapubic discomfort, some frequency. So very simple, not complicated type story. So 220 women with UTI symptoms. They took 86 women who were completely asymptomatic. And they actually did cultures and PCRs for E. coli on all of them. So PCR going to be the um, uh, specific evaluation for pathogenic bacteria E. coli in the urine. And what they found was out of the 220 symptomatic patients, that 149 of those, so about roughly 70%, uh, grew out E. coli in their culture. Out of the 220 symptomatic patients, uh, 211 of them actually were positive for E. coli. So pathogenic bacteria that's not supposed to be there, positive. And when they took the rest of the culture results in all the symptomatic women, they found other pathogenic bacteria as well. So it turns out 216 out of the 220 had pathogenic bacteria in their urine. So over 98% compared to 70%. So what about the control group? What about the 86 patients that were completely asymptomatic? Turns out that 10% of them had positive cultures for E. coli. 10% of them had positive PCRs for E. coli. So pretty equal, and that 10% is felt to mirror the general consensus that about 10% of people have asymptomatic bacteria. So the conclusions would be that, you know, like some other studies have shown, that for patients who are symptomatic, um, clinically there's definitely cases where people have relief of symptoms even in the face of normal cultures or negative cultures. Uh, And if you look at this study, you'd say, wow, there's probably a large percentage that could. So for clinically appropriate patients, one might make the leap that clinically appropriate patients may be based on symptoms without even testing you could treat.
So really not standard to do now, but uh, I think just imagining people calling in, complaining of symptoms seems pretty reasonable.